Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast, where it's not just sports, but it is mostly sports, except for probably this episode. Uh, college football regular season is over, and we tried to put something together where it'd be a little enjoyable to listen to, but we'll see how this goes. This is going to be a test to see if we can put together an episode without mostly college football. <laughs> We're not off to a good start <laughs> no. right now. <laughs> no, not at all. See, we can uh, talk a little bit about our softball game if you want, Matt. I know it's... Yes, actually, we have two softball games to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. So we played two softball games last week. Monday, we won our first playoff game ever. I don't remember what the score was, but we won by six or seven runs, maybe? Something like that. I remember us starting off pretty slow, and it was a really even, it was a really even match. For uh, both teams, both teams struggled here and there. Both teams played pretty well here and there. But we ended up getting the bats hot and, yeah, one by seven, I guess. Oh. Just survive in advance. Pretty much. That that team was a lot better than I remember when, they, when we played them during the season. I don't know if they had some of their players gone or what. But then you got the second game on Thursday, which was the game to win to make it to the finals. And I was nervous after the first inning. I think what they scored nine runs or something. We went up three points. And I made a bogus, bogus bonehead move to try and advance to third. And I end up tripping and falling about 30 feet from third base. And it was so embarrassing. Face plant. <laughs> Just directly on my stomach. And uh, my pride hurt worse than... I actually, uh, then I actually got hurt. But honestly, I forgot about that until you just brought it back up. Oh man, the, man! In the whole night, I was like, man, if I would have just stayed on second, we could have possibly had a couple extra points. Who knows? But bonehead me. Let's go with runs, not points. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long weekend. But yeah, we we went down pretty hard at the big first inning, and then we we worked our way back within four runs at the end. And I was I was proud that we were able to do that because that was a good team. And uh, we ended up getting the time ran out on us is what happened. So I think they won, ended up winning by about six runs or so. But good, overall, good season. Much better than we have in the past. We've improved a lot. Everybody has. For sure, yeah. Everyone is playing a lot better. And who knows? Maybe uh, maybe the season coming up, we might have a little bit better since everybody's getting getting better with hitting and, and fielding and things like that. But we'll see. Yeah, it was a good season. A lot of improvement by everybody, and I came so close to finally hitting a home run. And I was so close. I hit one foul, and then I, I think it was the next at bat. I hit one and landed, hit like right below the fence, and just so close. Yeah, that that one you hit foul would have definitely been gone if you just got it over about it went about ten or fifteen feet to the right. And I was, I was surprised. Something they hit a home run that hit the foul pole, which you don't really see that too often. So I thought that was pretty cool, even though it was against us. But it's just something you just don't see often. Yep. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. All right, so is there anything that y'all saw over the weekend that you that you liked or big winners, losers? Yeah, we're not going to do like a biggest winner or biggest loser segment, but if you got something you wanted to oh, kind of just I do have a big throw winner. out there. A big winner. I'm calling him Ronaldo. Have y'all seen the, I guess it's a reindeer, I'm not sure, who scores the soccer ball and the goal and then like celebrates afterwards <laughs> that he's my big winner because <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> He's just like playing with a soccer ball in a random field and just knocks it in with his horns and then he like starts celebrating afterwards. Now, my dog does that. I have a hard ball that she can't grip with her mouth or anything. Yeah. And she just uses her nose and paws and just dribbles it all the way all around the backyard. It's, it's pretty funny. I'll have to get a video of it and show y'all. So it's like Air Bud? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she could star in a movie if but, we needed to. But I say, we, we need to get a video of it and put it on the podcast, Twitter, and make it go viral for our podcast. Then we can get more followers. Yeah, and more listeners, because we need those. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay you. I, I haven't seen her, Yeah, I haven't seen her score a goal, but sometimes when it's time for her to come in, I, I try to get the ball away from her, and she just starts dribbling and dribbling around me in circles. She's nuts. She's very hyperactive, and I can see that. It's pretty funny. What you got, Chris? You said you got some winners. Um, I've got... Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. Just Lamar Jackson just looks unstoppable. Still killing it. Last his last game, he broke Michael Vick's single season rushing yard uh, yardage record and or by by quarterback. And I think he threw for five touchdowns as well. And that's a lot of people are are saying, you know, well he's just running, he can't throw the ball, and it, he seems to be a, a whole lot better. I think I think he just has really good work ethic, and he's really improved as a passer going into this season. Well, that. The Baltimore Ravens staff has been amazing as far as working the offense around him, and they have they have made it his offense. 
and it works because he's just a heck of an athlete. And they got Mark Ingram in that offense as well. And he's they 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 got some athletes. And I think they could they could probably use a better receiver, but that offense is also formed around those tight ends. They got like three tight ends that they use, and they're just doing a great job. And also another one I have is obviously Joe Burrow winning the Heisman, and he had the highest margin of victory. He received ninety ninety point seven percent of the first place votes, which is the highest ever, and that's just an unreal amount. I didn't I didn't realize that he had won the, that ugh, that percentage of votes, but that's pretty cool. That's first place vote. So he was he set three or four records as far as being on the most percentage of ballots, most first place votes, and, and a couple others. It was just unreal. Who is not voting for Joe Burrow? <laughs> I mean, it's just people that don't want to vote for him, I guess. Well, I think Chase Young had the second most first place votes. He had like twenty or something like that. Really? Dang, that's crazy. People just want defensive players yeah, to win. Yeah, that, that's that's uh that's defensive people. One. Yeah. But so so yeah, that was the highest margin of victory and I, I wrote down the smallest margin of victory was Mark Ingram beating Toby Gerhardt by only 28 points. Oh wow. That's interesting. I was going to bring up a stat and I don't have it with me. I need to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that Jonathan Taylor didn't even get invited. But his his stats were like really close to. Derek I wanted Henry. to bring that up. I wanted to. Bring they were that showing up. those stats, and it was like they were. There a were lot of his stats were better, better. than Derrick Henry's, and he didn't even get an invite. Right. Which right. I, I'm fine with him not winning it, but just the fact that he didn't get an invite is is kind of ridiculous to me. But I mean, he was like he wasn't going to win it anyways. But still, he he won the Doak Walker Award, I believe. But yeah, how come Tua didn't get invited? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm surprised he, they invited as many people as they did, especially knowing it was going to be such a blowout. I mean, I, do all the like um, award winners show up at the same place? Because if they did, most of those guys were going to be there anyways. Um, you know, you got all those other sp- specific awards for each each position, and all those guys want other awards if they didn't win that one. Yeah, I had as my losers for the, for the week non LSU players up for an award because <laughs> LSU. I mean. I know they were good, but they won. Let's see, Jamar Chase won the Best Wide Receiver Award, which I mean, he was really good. I I would I think I would put C.D. Lamb up there just from my from watching him play. But and then I think uh, Grant Delpit won an award as well. And I there I feel like there's probably a couple others out there that may be more deserving than he is. But just since he was on LSU, I think he won that award. Jerry Judy maybe. Or any, or one of the Alabama r- receivers. Those, those they were all yeah really good yeah. But Grant Delpit, I'm talking about for defense. I feel like there could have been other other DBs that could have won that also. I, I honestly, I think, and I don't know if this year was the year, but that uh, I think it's Singletary, the other other DB for LSU. I think he may be one of the best cornerbacks I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I didn't really have many losers, but I will say this bowl season, there's going to be a lot of people sitting out that are a lot of people that are going you know to pre- preserve their draft stock and prevent injury they'll they'll be sitting out. I, I think I saw that Jerry Judy is going to play, which was kind of mind-blowing. I didn't think that, you know, out of all the people I would have thought he would be one to sit. But may- maybe he can start a different a different trend that people show that they care and they want to play in that bowl game. Yeah, there's a, there's actually some rumors that some of the juniors might come back for Alabama and play one more year. But uh, I don't know. Speaking of coming back, did you hear I saw something about Chase Young thinking about coming back. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I saw I I don't know, you know, I just I think I glanced across and saw it. But I want to say it was him talking to a reporter saying he was thinking he may come back for his senior year, which is unbelievable because he's probably going to be a top five pick or he should be. Um, if if I was him and we won a national championship, I'd go out. I'd go to the NFL draft. I wouldn't come back. But if I was him, no matter what we did, I would <laughs> for top. I mean, top five. You never. I mean, defensive end. That's a rough position. I'm not. I'm not taking a chance on that. I mean, I'm a pretty loyal guy, and I would love to stay and win a national championship. But you got to think about the big picture for that kind of stuff. All right, guys. I I want. I wasn't sure where to do this at, but I got you guys some gifts. Oh, goody. I got you guys some gifts. I think I think you're going to like it, all okay. right? You have to open them at the same time. Chris, that one's yours. Matt, oh, you have wow. to open them at the same time because if you saw his, and you, you would you would know. So right. go ahead. <laughs> I love it. So I wasn't really sure what size. I got you guys extra large. 
I figured Perfect. if you wash it and, and dry it. But uh, I got Matt a uh, Buffalo Sabres. Sabres. <laughs> Sabres shirt. And my, my boys. <laughs> and I got Chris a uh, Tampa Bay Lightning Bolt shirt. Right there. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Appreciate man. Appreciate it. So now, now you have to really actually watch. Yeah, team. I have to actually watch it. That government. <laughs> well, didn't you pick it just for the logo, anyways? Uh, and and that they were really, really good this year. The they, they they were good at the time. They're not as good right now, but they're they're still decent. And because of the office. It's not trivia with Matt this week. It is going to be trivia with Christopher. He said he has uh, about 10 questions, and I have no idea what they are, but we'll see how this goes. We're going to get them all right. I'm sure of it. <laughs> We've done so well before. <laughs> all right, so so this past Saturday was the Heisman Trophy ceremony, so I've gathered a bunch of Heisman facts, and Uh-oh. I turned them into questions. So probably don't expect you to guess these, but if if anything, it's just going to be kind of you know some fun facts for for you to to know. Actually, one of my questions I do have one question that uh, pertains to this, so we're going to ask that at the end. Okay. If I don't have it, if, if, I, yeah, I have, you may like have said, it. You I may have, have it. a lot of them, but I think they're fairly. Some of them might be fairly simple. You can at least have a good guess on them. But I'll start off with which university has the most Heisman Trophy winners, and there's two that are tied. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma. That would that would be my guess. Oklahoma. Oklahoma has five Heisman Trophy winners and they're third. Ooh. Michigan? Michigan is not on in the top three. Ohio State? They are second with six. And there's now there's two teams tied with seven. Seven. USC? Yes, USC is one. Nice. Okay. Do they do they count uh Reggie Bush's? Ooh, I don't I don't know if if they count count that or not. We are. Okay. All right, because <laughs> that one was taken. Yeah, technically. Um, I, I'm I'm so surprised that I got that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a good guess. Um, it's not Alabama, right? Alabama doesn't have that many. No, no they only have two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. How um, many does Florida have? Not that many. No? Danny Werfel and Tim Tebow. I think are the only S- ones. Steve Spurrier. 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 So three. Yeah, okay. Three. You're gonna have to give us it so we can. It's an independent school. It's not BYU, is it? Nope. Oh, Notre Dame. Yes, Notre Dame. Okay. Notre Dame and USC have seven. Ohio State six, and Oklahoma five. So oh, we did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, not bad. I mean, for the first question out yep. of out of the easiest out one of thir- yeah, out of thirty, probably questions one of the yeah. easier ones unless you <laughs> unless you uh, have done your research. So next one is who is the only player to win two Heisman trophies? Herschel Walker. Nope. Tim Tebow. No, it was no. not. It was not Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow won two, right? Nope. No, he didn't. Huh. He he won he won one in his sophomore year. And then his junior year, he he went to the ceremony, but Sam Bradford won, and he beat him in the national championship. Okay, you're probably not going to get this unless unless wow. you is it an old one. Why why am yeah, I thinking something about Herschel Walker? He he did something two years in a row. Uh, yeah. I oh, it was two years in a row, or just two I, Heisman, two Heisman trophies. I don't know if it's in a row or not. Okay. but yeah, it's definitely not anything recent. It's going to be an older one for sure. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin. Okay. He was with Georgia. Is he with Georgia too? Who's Archie Griffin with? Um, I'm not sure. It's all right. We can take like 30 minutes yeah. to look it up because no one knows how long. Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State. All right. So the next one, which position has won the most Heisman trophies? It's got to be quarterback, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you you got to think so. But since he's asking the question, I'm going to go with running back. It's running back. Okay. Running back with 41. Quarterback has 36. Okay. But they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. I mean. And also, I have a little breakdown. There's been two wide receivers, two tight ends that, there was a very long time ago. They were technically they were. Do you know what wide receiver? I know one. Yes, the two wide receivers Desmond are Desmond Howard and Tim one. Brown. Tim Brown. Okay. Hmm. And there's only been one solely defensive player. I mean, there's been some that played both ways that won a Heisman Trophy, but there's only been one, and that was Charles Woodson that won as a primarily defensive player. Yeah. Not which was in 1997. So. I wonder how much anxiety our buddy is he getting beat right out, now. He beat out Peyton Manning, right? In 97, I'm pretty sure. We have a buddy who says when we do trivia, he's yelling at his phone that he knows the answer. But go ahead, Chris. Next uh, question. We'll s- I don't know. Probably not these. <laughs> he, he might know. What jersey number has the most Heisman Trophy winners? Oh, wow. I mean, I have no idea, but I'm going to go with either 15 or 7. 
Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> this is so random. Dak Prescott and Tim Tebow wore fifteen. Do you have do you have any guesses? Twenty two. Okay. So seven and twenty two were tied for second. Wow. That's so, a pretty good guess. That's a pretty good guess for you. So number fourteen and number twenty are tied for the most with five each. And number two, seven, eleven, and twenty two all had four each. So y'all at least got the second one right. So I'm impressed by these questions. This <laughs> is so here's, here's another uh, jersey number question. What is the highest and lowest jersey number to win the Heisman Trophy? Oh, man. So we'll go highest first. Well, um, 85. Oh, well, it could be wide receiver, so I'm going to go 80, 89. It's n- actually 99. Oh, wow. There was a running back a while back that had, his jersey <laughs> number was number 99. He won the Heisman. And there was also a running back with the number 98 jersey to win the Heisman oh, Trophy. Oh, man. All right, we'll go lowest. Three. We he already said two, didn't he? Lowest number to win, not not the most, but the lowest number. Oh, well, then so you it just said has, two. it just needs it just has to have one person win with with a number. Yeah, no, okay. I thought you said two. Somebody wore the number two. Didn't somebody you? did wear the number two. Okay, so I'm gonna go with one. I I guess two. Said I said three at first, and I thought about it. It's number one. Kyle, yeah. uh, it's Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good grief. No one, no one wears zero. So. Yeah, I don't, I've never seen zero. All right, so let's see. Who were the last three running backs to win the Heisman Trophy? Derrick Henry and yeah, Mark Derek. Ingram, probably, right? That's two. That's the, the two recent, most recent. Most recent. So there's one. I, I figured you could get those two. That's why I threw in a third one, because it's not too yeah. far back from Mark Ingram. But, it, I mean, it's in the 2000s, but I just... I don't know why I'm thinking this. You should know this. I should. I mean, we briefly discussed it a few. Oh, I was going to say earlier. I don't know. This seems <laughs> not right, but I'm going to say it anyways. Ron Dane is not it, right? I don't it's even not know it. if he won a Heisman, but I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Didn't you say Herschel earlier? No, that's way that's, too. That's, that's too, too, back, far too far back. Too far back. I'll say he, Smith. It's probably one. with an asterisk. Reggie Bush. Oh, Reggie Bush. Oh, okay. All right. Who is the youngest Heisman Trophy winner? Johnny Menzel. Or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Nineteen okay. years. Nineteen years old. Three hundred thirty-eight days. Which was only four days younger than Jameis Winston. Oh wow! Okay. Fun, hey, fun fact on that: Lamar Jackson. So Joe Burrow won the Heisman at and twenty-three years old. He's older. He's older than Lamar Jackson. He's probably going to win the MVP in the NFL. Wow! At like twenty-two or something like that. I didn't know. I didn't know Joe, Joe Burrow was that old. Well, he just stayed his whole entire career. Yeah, he's a yeah. Richard senior. So yeah. Hmm. All right. So the other other side of that one: Who is the oldest Heisman Trophy winner? Cam Newton? Nope. Maybe I can't imagine this is right, but Baker Mayfield was there for a while. Nope. It's quarterback. I'll give you that. Recent quarterback or not? I think it's late nineties, maybe. Ooh. ACC school. Chris Winkie. Yes. Twenty eight years old. He spent six years in minor league baseball before he attended school oh, wow. at FSU. Man. And it felt like he was there forever I think too. I asked a question similar to that about him, but I remember what it was. And that's all I got. So if you guys want to do yours quick, or we can just go ahead, Matt. Mine, mine, mine I found very interesting. We'll see if y'all get any get it. I doubt you will. But anyways, who was the only Heisman winner to play in the NBA? Charlie Ward. Wow, that was <laughs> <laughs> quick. So Charlie Ward, I didn't know this about him. He won the Heisman, won the national championship, and then they told him he was projected to go. Uh, mid rounds to the in N- NFL draft. He played, he played basketball and, f- and football at Florida State, but he went first round in the NBA and said if he was not in the first round in the NFL, he was not going to play. So he never played in the NFL. I don't think only played in the NBA. Smart. But it's just crazy. The Heisman winner not going to the NFL, but he probably paid made a lot more money in the NBA. Yeah, I don't I think he assume. ever. I, I glanced at his stats. I don't think he ever did much. You know, honestly, I'm I'd kind of be curious. At how successful some of these people are in the NFL that win the Heisman Trophy. It seems like the running backs seem to do pretty good for the most part, but a lot of these quarterbacks are just kind of duds once they get to the NFL. Hey, even the running backs, I'm just thinking some of them have done okay, but n- none of them have been amazing. Um, yeah, some some of the quarterbacks have done decent, but you just never know. I mean, college college going from college to NFL is a big difference. And I mean, Tebow, Bradford, just, I guess especially recently, Tebow, Bradford. Manziel. Manziel. Cam Newton's not playing well. I mean, Kyler Murray is still out on him. It's his rookie season. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's killing it, though. 
That is true. Lamar Jackson's killing it right now. Only one, only really one season though. He's killing it. So we'll see. Yeah, you still you got to give him some time because with the, with his style of play, it's it's kind of one of those things where you got to see if the NFL is going to catch up or if he's going to be just a a game changer. Yeah, kind of like Cam. Cam. I mean, Cam was good for a while. Um, oh, and R- I forgot RG three. He. Ooh. Yeah, he he didn't. He was you know he was good for like same thing kind of we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson but RG three was good for a season or two he was very good and then he petered off well he got hurt a lot yep did you want to do yours Brantley or I can I can real quick uh who was the first college football team to ever be sponsored by Nike I would guess Oregon just because nope Phil yeah Phil I, that's that was my guess also I can't remember the year Alabama nope Michigan. Maybe nope. Now I got to think through all the. Do you have like a roundabout year? I mean, it didn't have or decade. I want to say nineties. I want to say eighties. Eighties. Miami. Yep, Miami. Miami was the first football, college football team to be sponsored by Nike. Wow. And now they're Adidas, I think. Did we? We basically got all those trivia questions. I mean, with with some like trial and error, but still, I'm pretty proud of us. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would. I really didn't expect you guys to, to do well on the. Thanks. The Heisman <laughs> Trophy stuff, because I mean, a lot of it I, I kind of knew some, but not, but not most of it. It was more just kind of like educating, like how, how like weird, and you know, it's just fun facts. I love fun facts. So we are in the Christmas season. Got you guys some gifts. Christmas movies are always on during this time of year. We're going to do our top five favorite Christmas movies. We're just kind of going to throw it around. We're going to go from five to one, and we'll discuss. I have a couple of notables that I wanted to throw in there, but who wants to start us off with their fifth favorite Christmas movie? I'll go ahead. I've, I've got, For my fifth spot, I've got The Polar Express. Not on my list. But it's also not on my list. Never watched it a whole lot. Really? I'm going to say that with a couple of these. Y'all are going to be upset with me. But uh, go ahead. My I mean, I've got 10 listed. Just, you know, I've got five um, honorable mentions, I guess. But I mean, The Polar Express is a good movie. And I I, th- I think the kids really like it, too. So, well, When did The Polar Express come out? Because I feel like it was a little bit after my childhood time. But maybe I'm wrong. In the 2000s? I want to say two- Well, I mean, I... I had the book as a child growing up, so, the, but as far as the movie goes, it's probably yeah, two thousands, two thousand four. So yeah, that would I would have been about thirteen then. Look, did, uh, my fifth is Die Hard. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm completely joking. <laughs> yeah, I had that on here too. <laughs> I completely left Die Hard off <laughs> list in our mention because I I didn't want to get in the. I did too. I was just I was, it was a complete joke. I almost put it as number one, but it was a complete joke. Uh, my number five is the Santa Claus. Uh, I've always liked that movie. I'm a huge fan of Tim Tim Allen. Uh, I don't I don't know what it is about that movie, but I I I love that movie. Which one is your favorite? The fir- the first one's always my favorite. That is also my fifth one. Is Santa it? Claus. Okay. Yeah. And I like I like the first one. I don't really remember the second one very much. The one with the frozen guy. I think yeah, that's number that three. Good. It was it was okay. I didn't I didn't care for that one. The second one, I think, like he's supposed to get married. He like loses his powers and has oh, has yeah, to get a wife. Got, that's right. None of them are terrible. No, they're Definitely. not terrible. None of them are terrible. But yeah, the first one's good. All right. Well, since I stole your fifth, what's your fourth? I got the Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> and <laughs> that's why I do. Are you serious? That's my number four. I, I did just go on the internet and copy <laughs> the same list. I, I did not. No, but the I kind of put all of them because I like all. I mean. I like the uh, the real one with uh, Jim Robert Carrey. Jim Carrey, but the new one that came out was pretty good too. The newest one is, and really then good. the regular cartoon. They're they're all pretty good. Everett watches the new one every single morning. He's wow. been watching it for like the past two months. He lo- he loves that movie. And yeah. It's pretty good. I just put all three of them. Yeah, that that's basically what I did too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, Chris. What's your number four? Well, my number four is the Santa Claus. So y'all stole my number four, which I, I figured it, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of them interchanging. Um, but to go to your your the Frozen guy is uh, Jack Frost. Yeah, it's, it's in the the third one. Well, go ahead with your number three then. Well, have y'all done y'all's four? Yeah, yeah, y'all did. Four. Yeah. All right. So my number three is Home Alone. 
The first one? The fir- absolutely the first one. Okay. That one's on my notables, honorable mentions on mine. It didn't make my top five, but yeah. still a pretty good movie. Okay. Yeah. No, not 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 in my top five. Well, what's Go- your number three? Okay. My number three is Jingle All the Way <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and... Uh, uh, his name is Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. Jingle All the Way is so good. I think it's a very underrated Christmas movie. You have to look it up. Yeah, I've never seen it. What? You've never seen it? T- I told you, man. Turbo I've, Time? I've never seen oh, it. Oh, man. This is, it, I, I like Jingle you know, All the Way. I, I think I may have seen parts and pieces of this, just like when it's on TV. So, But I've never watched the whole thing through for sure. Yeah, you're gonna have a little homework. You've you've got you're gonna have some time off, and you're gonna have to <laughs> enjoy some Christmas movies because this is the time to watch them. Even if you don't want to, they'll be on channel. Um, number we got number three. Three. Yep. Elf. Elf is number three for, for you. Me. Yep. Okay. I like I like Elf a lot. Uh, it could probably could be maybe one higher, but it's number three. I like Elf a lot too. That's why it's on my number two. It is also on my number two. It's very good movie. Will Ferrell's hilarious. Yeah. And I have a feeling Chris, mine and Chris are number ones are going to be exactly the same. Uh, well, my number two is Home Alone two. Home Alone two is that the one with the bird lady? Yeah, that's the one with the bird <laughs> lady. Oh no! In New York with Donald Trump. Yeah. How d- I can't believe Donald Trump just let some kid. Yeah. Just I can't no believe kids or just, anything. How just, dare him? How dare him? But the, <laughs> the I just love Home Alone. I like the Home Alone series. It's, it's not bad. I honestly, actually, I saw the beginning of that movie the other other day. I think it was Friday, and I was like, I it was something with them doing like a choir or something, and he knocks Home Alone. Uh, Kevin knocks everybody down, and I I don't think I've ever seen that part. I just I really just watch it for the end where he just kills the bad guys. Well, he doesn't kill them. <laughs> knocks them. He doesn't silly. kill. Them. <laughs> everybody knows what happens to them. Who knows? All right. I have a huge feeling that mine and Chris's number one is exactly the same, but what's your number one? Home Alone 1. Home Alone, <laughs> Home Alone I love 1? Ho- I love Home Alone 1s. <laughs> so our number one did not make your top fi- th- your top five. No, absolutely not. I've never seen it. You've never seen Christmas Vacation? Oh, yeah. I have seen that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. I just Yeah, to absolutely. That. My number one is Christmas Vacation. It's got to be. Mine is as well. I watched it. For the first time last year, one time. What? <laughs> I know it's terrible. That's why I, everybody says that. But me, me and Stephanie was like, everybody says this was so good. We got to watch it. And we sat down and watched it, and it was fine. Uh, but oh, it's man. not one of those things you that I've got a sense of humor. Yeah, I, I don't have a sense of humor. I feel like if I watched it with somebody else besides my wife, who doesn't like dumb humor, anyways, <laughs> it might be better. <laughs> but. I do. I do feel like I need to watch it again with somebody that just loves it. The, the, just it's just so it's just hilarious because like when they're at Walmart and they're and he's getting like bags and bags of dog food in the in the grocery cart. It just like little things like that. It, just you have whole, to. Or, it's you hilarious. Have to, it's actually one of those movies where you kind of have to pay really attention to detail so you can catch all the funny things that are in there. Just yeah, I can see it being like. Kind of like The Office. Like, you, there's a bunch of l- really little funny things that you don't notice every, like, the fir- maybe the first time you watch it through, but second time you might. So, I, I'll have to watch that one again. I will watch that one again, but I need to watch it with somebody that really loves it and, like, can point out things that I might miss. Anybody want to share their uh, notables that they'd like to just kind of throw out there? Um, I, I put a Christmas Carol, was um, a close, it was going to be uh, my number five, but I, I, the Polar Express beat that one. But, do uh, you know, have you seen A Christmas Carol? I can't. Uh, it's like Scrooge and Tiny Tim and oh, all Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that the, one has um, Jim Jim Carrey yeah, is there. There's a ton of them. I, right. I don't really have a certain favorite one, but, you know, it's, basically it's uh, Scrooge and he's rich and yeah. he doesn't care about anything but his money and himself. And I, I, I just like that one. I enjoyed that one. One of my notables was uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas with uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Biel. I like that one. I thought that one's pretty good. Y'all have I don't know if I've seen that one. I, really? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I, I'll have to go and watch that one. I assume you've never seen it. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, one more. I'll, I'll do one more notable if you have any, Matt. You're welcome to. But uh, Christmas with the Cranks is hilarious also. It almost made my top five. But Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen, I can't think of that. Um, Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, and with her, it, that that one's hilarious. I love that one as well. Yeah, that, that one is really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that 
that's a, that's a really funny one. It's I guess probably underrated to be honest. Yeah. You got any notables, Matt? I, I don't. I no, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. There's one that I'm thinking of that's kind of creepy, but it's really not my favorite. It's just one of those I grew up watching. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or Christmas Story. No, it's one. I I'm trying to figure out which one it is. It's it's got like the the fire guy and the ice guy. It's like a animated. I'm, I'm looking at the picture of it, but I can't figure out where the name of it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's it's old and yeah. All right, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> anybody else want to throw another one out there? Or are you good? I'm good. I mean, do y'all do y'all like a Christmas story? Was that I've never seen it. <laughs> what? It, in it's the w- on 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> on like two on two channels. A TBS I, actually. Indian, I, I turned it on and the dad goes in this box pulling out some kind of leg lamp for Geely. Yeah, and that's like I turned it on for like five minutes. And I was like, "That's weird." Okay, you and know, you know what it is, Chris. He's got the Hallmark movies going twenty four seven. That is a false <laughs> statement. <laughs> Babes in Toyland is that is that it? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's a Disney movie. You say Babes in Toyland? B a b e s. Nineteen sixty one. That is. No, that is. I don't think that is it. Nope. I was just trying to match the picture <laughs> that you that you uh, pulled up. I'm gonna find it here in a minute. It <laughs> caught me so off guard. All right, it is a Miser Brothers Christmas. I've seen that one. That's an old movie. Yeah, but I just feel like I've seen it multiple times. Right. It's like in that Rudolph era. Yeah, yeah, the same kind of movie like that. That's all I've got for notables. All right. All right, we're going for the New Year's Six picks. Let's see who can pick the right teams. This one be tough. I have not really done my homework at all. So we're going to start with Georgia versus Baylor in the Orange Bowl, I think. I don't know. I didn't write down what bowls these were. So we're just going to go with it. Georgia versus Baylor. I'll go quick. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, I'm going to go with Georgia, too. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about it. If I, I w- kind of want to go with Baylor. But Georgia was so embarrassed in that SEC championship that they are going to want to end on a high note, and I think they come out there and they beat them pretty good. Oregon versus Wisconsin. See, it's being a pretty tough matchup, but I think Oregon will prevail. Going Oregon. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Ooh, this is a tough one. I think this is one of the harder ones, I think. I'm going to go with Oregon. Florida versus Virginia. Florida versus Virginia. I'm going to go Florida. Florida has a really good... Uh, bowl record. It seems like they always show up in the bowl games and try to make a statement. Yeah, definitely Florida. Virginia is not good. I'm also going with Florida. I wish you would have wrote down the the names of these bowls. <laughs> no free think, ads, though. I guess right. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> Heck, if people listen to us, we'll give them free ads. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, oh, I was going to say that Dan Mullen is overall at Mississippi State has done well in bowls as well. So. Memphis versus Penn State in the Cotton Bowl. There we go. <laughs> this one, I feel like this one's a fairly tough one too. Who who is that again? Memphis versus Penn State. I'll, I'll take Penn State. I, James Franklin. He he likes to run the score up on everybody, regardless of whether it matters or not. So I'm gonna go with Memphis. I have no idea why. I don't have any dog in the fight, but I I kind of want to pull for Memphis. I think this is actually going to be a bad pick because the coach is gone. So who knows? Oh, he is gone. I forgot yep, about he's that. going to FSU. So I have no idea what the player is going to do, but I'm still going to go to Memphis. Real quick, uh, speaking of coaches gone, three of the four teams, three of the four, I think it's three of the four teams, their coach was promoted within. Oh, wow. So Dabo was was the interim, and then he got the job. Uh, Orgeron, same thing. Day, uh, you know, yep. Urban Meyer left, and then Lincoln Lincoln Riley was Lincoln Riley was too. okay. So all four then, yeah, yeah. Wow. He was only there one year, and then he promoted him. But still, wow. that's that's, that's crazy. interesting. Yeah, 
So, in other words, you don't have to go out and get somebody necessarily. So that's get some some big name to be successful. However, you better get good co- coordinators. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Penn State. I was really thinking about going with Memphis, but then you reminded me that Norvell's gone, and we actually won a bowl game two years ago, beat Lamar Jackson without hardly any of our coaches because Dan Mullen took them all and went down to Florida. But we still beat them in uh, the Gator Bowl. So, uh, Clemson versus Ohio State, the big ones. Fiesta Bowl. I'm taking Clemson. I I I just think Clemson. My, I think Clemson has a really good shot to win it all this year. I'm also going with Clemson. Actually, Ohio State has struggled the last couple of days, last couple of games. Excuse me, uh, a little bit. So I I think uh, Clemson's gonna. I also am gonna go with Clemson. Yeah, they're just good, and Ohio State is the good but not good enough. All right, LSU versus Oklahoma. <laughs> That's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So we could go to that game. LSU, not a chance. LSU. This, this game is, wow. I think this game is going to be a blowout. And I do too. Nobody's so they just won the ACC championship in that. And they're gonna In the same stadium, they're going to win this playoff game, right? Yeah, Alabama did that a lot uh, the past 10 years. <laughs> wow. Just got you gotta just slip that in there. Make sure everybody knows. All right, we got the picks. We'll pick. Uh, I guess we'll pick the. Uh, who do you, you didn't say who you had. I'm picking LSU. <laughs> I am not picking Oklahoma <laughs> to beat LSU right now. It's gonna be LSU Clemson in the finals. We can pick the national championship after Christmas if you show back up to work. <laughs> if, if, I, if I show back up to work. Fun fact: my birthday. It's December 28th, so I get all the playoff games for my birthday. So Nice. Happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> my birthday is the 7th, and I've had Alabama win a national championship on my birthday more than once. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> it was actually, I went to, I think it was two, 2009, I actually went to the national championship game, so that was my birthday. <laughs> that's a pretty awesome birthday. I, I'll give you that one. That's That's freaking awesome. That was at the Rose Bowl, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And it's, I remember that. The stadium is not that great, but just just the area around and the view, like when the sun's setting, is amazing. You can see the mountains in the background. So that that makes up for the uh, kind of average stadium, I guess. It's just real. It's instead of, mo- you know, most stadiums go kind of like straight up. This goes like more straight out. So if you're, there's no not, there's not an upper deck, so... If you're the, like in the last row or two, you're so far away from the playing field. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right, what is you doing? I think uh, Chris said he had a couple. Matt had one or two. And I have a bit of a story that I want to share with you guys. can also be a what is you doing. So, Chris, go ahead. Take it away. All right, so I'll take this one because I think my other ones, Matt, might have one. So I, I want to save at least one for him. But the so the President's Cup was going on the, the past couple of days, and it's in Australia. So the rounds are starting at like 4.30 our time, which is it, it's kind of weird for to be watching, you know, if, if you're into golf and you're watching golf at, you know, 4.30. So, you know, it's dark here, but it's broad daylight there. So... Patrick Reed, his caddy, shoved a fan after the fan. Uh, the fans have been heckling them the whole time that they've been over there. So he had to play. He had to play his last round without his caddy because his his caddy got in that altercation. Oh wow! So and the the main reason behind this is Patrick Reed. He was the guy that that got in trouble for. He was in a sand trap and he used his club and kind of dug out a space behind the ball. And which is illegal. You're not. You can't touch the sand with your club until you're actually swinging through the ball. So it's a, it's a one-stroke penalty, right? Yes. And so he, so he was getting heckled the whole time in Australia. They were calling him a cheater, and you know, saying there's no telling what they were also saying. And they, I guess he eventually just kind of had it, and his caddy ran up there to the guy, confronted him, said some said some things, and shoved him. He got like a little shoving match and. And he got suspended, I guess, for the the final day. So he had to carry his own clothes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Oh goodness. Well, my what you're doing is, of course, the Patriots cheating to try to beat the Bengals. <laughs> what is you doing, Bill Belichick? 
I mean, okay, cheating, whatever, that's in the Patriots' DNA. But doing it to beat the Bengals who – have they won a game yet? Or are they over right now? I don't even know. I don't remember. But they are the worst team in football. Uh, and they ended up winning today, but still, come on, man. Uh, uh, I retweeted uh, El Presidente of uh, Barstool Sports. Dave, what's his, his name's Dave, right? I can't remember his name. Yeah. He, uh, he, he retweeted somebody and said, we're not murderers or something like that. The Patriots cut uh, Hernandez as soon as they found out that he was uh, something about him murdering somebody, and they found out and they cut him immediately. So I retweeted it and said, but cheating is, am I right? Talking about murdering is not the game of the Patriots, but uh, I just thought it was pretty. They funny. have won one game, so the Bengals. Bengals, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They actually <laughs> played the Patriots today and lost. But right. yeah, I had that down as well. But my thing is, wh- why are they? I know they're they're filming a documentary, but my thing is they're filming the one, one the the worst team in the league, and they don't even use NFL doesn't even use signals anymore. Everything goes through to the. It's usually the middle linebacker. His helmet has has a headset in in there, so they the play goes directly into him, and he relays it to everybody else. So I don't I don't know what you're gaining advantage of there. So I think it was just kind of a I I don't even know I don't even know why he was doing that. It's hard to speculate. I do have another one though that just happened. <laughs> we <got it> to, <laughs> the the Cowboys Rams game we're just watching, and apparently I don't know all the details, but the coin flip. The Cowboys, I think, won it, and they probably said to defer. And so now, the way they said it, the Rams get the ball in the first half and in the second half. That's yeah, so. I think a lot of people probably strange. don't know this, but you get there's only one coin toss, but that's to decide that decides who gets to to do, you know, who kicks, who receives. But going at the second half, if you lost the coin or if you defer. Then you have the option to to choose kick or receive in the second half. Obviously, everybody re- wants you know if you're not receiving in the first half, you you choose to receive in the second half. But I guess if you say something like we want to kick, and they don't say they didn't say they want to defer to the second half, then they're kicking, and and then the other team gets to choose what they want to do the second half. So so I guess you know they, they get to receive first in the second half, which yeah I don't know if it'll make a big difference or not, but. That's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's another. Nuts. It's basically another possession that they get. Yeah, I have. I've got one more. I don't. I, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but it's it's a little. It's kind of a little old. It it actually happened before. It technically happened before we recorded last, but I don't think it was out yet. But so Le, so Le'Veon Bell was the night before a game. He went out bowling. He was and he was gonna miss the game. They had already said that he was going to miss the game because he had the flu. So he's out. He's caught at the bowling alley at you know ten, you know past ten o'clock with the flu bowling, <laughs> and he gets asked about about it by reporters, and he said he he makes a comment. He just laughs it off and jokes and says, you know that was his. He had his career high. He bowled a two fifty one. So that I mean, is that better than the Jordan flu game? Oh man. <laughs> What an idiot! I don't. I don't even know what to say. To I don't that. either. I mean, he's not worse than AB, but he's an idiot himself. Yeah, I mean, obviously the flu or, bowl, or bowling, bowling and football playing running back in the NFL is completely different as far as how strenuous it is. But I mean, you should be at home resting. Obviously, it do, it doesn't look good. No, not at all. I got you're fired. Okay, so Cincinnati was playing Colgate in basketball. And uh, I think there was about ten seconds left. Cincinnati sc- or Colgate scored to tie it up, and the Cincinnati player gets the ball, receives it in, runs to half court, and just throws up half court shot because he thought it was at the end of the game. And there was like five seconds left, and then the Colgate guy gets it and gets fouled as he rebounds the ball, and they score and win the game. Wow! So yeah, the Cincy guy that threw up half court shot at five seconds, you're fired. Why would you do that? What in the world? I just wasn't paying attention, I guess. But wow. All right, I got a your story. I got right, a story. Tell us your story. All right, it's back to what is you doing? It's a personal story that actually happened. So just kind of fill some of the listeners in that don't really know us that well. Uh, all three of us, we are Christians. We do fall short of the glory every single day. We're not saying we're perfect or anything like that. So at my office, I work like right, basically right across the highway from 
a Dick Sporting Goods. I go there time to time, just kind of look at softball gloves and uh, things like that. And uh, that's what I was doing uh, at this moment of time. I was going to go in and look at some softball gloves. Well, there was a homeless man who uh, said he was a homeless man, came up to me and uh, asked for me to pray for him, said he was going through uh, some tough times and said that he was he had some warrants out and things like that. I don't know how true his story was, whatever the case may be, but he asked me to pray for him. So I prayed for him right out in front of uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. And uh, right after that, he asked me, say, hey, man, uh, I don't want any money, but do you do you mind if you buy me some shoes? Said uh, He's like, yeah, my, my shoes have a hole in them, and you know, they're just kind of wore out. Could you do that for me? I looked at his shoes. He had like some old Air Force Ones on. And they didn't look like too beat up, but I could tell where like the sole meets the shoe itself was kind of tearing away. Yep. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get you some shoes. So I started to walk inside. He's like, do you mind if I come with you? I was like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. If anybody's ever been to a Dick Sporting Goods, the shoes are all the way in the back and the softball gloves are like right up front. So I told him, I was like, yeah, go on back there, find you some shoes and uh, I would be up here. I'll come back there in a second. So I didn't get to look at gloves. Obviously, I had this in the back of my mind. Uh, so... I head back there and I'm probably 20 yards from the shoes and I kind of just kind of watch what he's doing, see what shoes he picks out. And I can see the shoes that he's picking out and I can see the price of the shoes that he's picking out. So I walk up, I'm like, hey man, you find some shoes? He's like, yeah man, those up there. Points at them, I go and look and they're LeBron James shoes. Wow. $100 price tag for some LeBron James shoes. And I'm dumbfounded. I'm just like, well, you, you need some shoes, but you pick out pretty much the most expensive shoes on the rack. So in that itself, what is you doing if you're a homeless man? Well, okay. Anyways, I'm going to try and speed this up a little bit. Find some shoes that black, nice shoes, Nikes. He he wanted some Nikes. So I was like, hey, man, what about these right here? I mean, they're much cheaper. Uh, do you like those? He's like, yeah. So I told the guy, I was like, go go get him some th- this right here, his size, whatever. Try them on. And uh, he's like, as the guy was in the back, he was like, Hey, man, the, but these shoes right here, man, talk about the LeBron James. He's like, man, these are bad, though, man. What about these shoes? So I, I, I stood there, and I, I looked at him. Uh, I kind of lost I – didn't, I didn't say I lost my cool, but I, I was just a little irritated. And I was like, man, are you trying to make a fashion statement, or do you need some shoes? Because I told him, I was like, man, I don't mind buying you some shoes. If you need some shoes, I'll buy you some shoes. But, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about some LeBron James or $100 shoes. So he said, yeah, man, I need some shoes. So long story short, I, what is you doing about the homeless man with the shoes? But I actually had to call Kristen about the whole thing. and Kristen's my wife, and I had to call Aaron, our preacher, about the whole thing because my emotions to that whole thing was a roller coaster. Like to the high of high of like, man, I'm I'm doing something good, to the low of low of, man, I'm, I'm so irritated to the fact that I don't even want to buy you shoes anymore. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always skeptical when they ask for food and – you know, you don't want to give them. You don't want to give them money because you you don't want to. I guess contri- you, you kind of feel bad because you don't want to contribute to them spending that on on drugs or something. So you want to try to give them food. And I think it was Aaron. I think he said he it's he was talking with somebody that they just carried around a stack full of like five dollar McDonald's gift cards. And if some a homeless man asked for money, he would give him one of those to, so he could get something to eat. And I, that's probably. Without just actually going to the store, buying the food and handing it to them, that's probably about as close as you can get to to ensuring that they're actually using. You know, they're not spending money that they they may or, or that they they beg for on something they shouldn't. But I guess you can still yeah. sell gift cards. Yeah, that's what Kristen said. Kristen pro- said that he'd probably take the shoes back, get a gift card, sell it, whatever case may be. But I I, want, I wanted to share that little wow. encounter. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would just go find him some. Find, I wouldn't let him pick out shoes. I'd be like, "What's your, what's your shoe size? I'm going to find you some cheap shoes. I don't mind getting you shoes, but I'm not spending much money on them." I do have a tweet of the week. Okay, let's hear it. Sorry, my story was a little long, but it's all right. Uh, this is I don't know who this guy is. Honestly, I think one of my friends retweeted him or something. But his name is Van Crawford, and he tweets on um, on this would be February first, two thousand fifteen. Russell Wilson threw a pick on the one-yard line with 26 seconds left in the Super Bowl with a game on the line and with a great back, uh, Marshawn Lynch, in the backfield. Why, am I, why, you might ask, am I wearing Russell Wilson jersey to my exams tomorrow? To pass when I shouldn't. 
<laughs> that is good. That is good. Props to him. Yeah. I wow. thought that was fantastic. <laughs> that was, that's, that's clever. That was a good tweet. I like that. Tweet of the week. Well, that's it. We're going to end on the tweet of the week. On that note, we appreciate you guys hitting that play button. Even if you didn't listen, we just we just appreciate you hitting that play and us getting gaining a listen. Um, you can always reach us at T Option Podcast on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell their friends, and uh, so on. But uh, we thank you guys so much. Later. <laughs>